Bishop Blasek. Welcome inside the Crazy Ant Farm. How are you? I'm really good. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, no, thank you. We're super excited to talk to you. We, I, you've got so much amazing stuff coming up. Not only are you on a hit Peacock series, right, but you've got a movie coming up with Jamie Foxx that's going to be like the, the cast on that thing is absolutely amazing. Uh, we recently saw that you were at this guy's super jealous and stoked for you. Uh, he's a huge uh, fan of Burt and Machine, and you, we saw that you were at the premiere for that, so that was pretty awesome. <laughs> so we, we, I know we're definitely going to talk to you about that for just a little bit but what we like to do just to kind of get started is for anybody that might not be familiar with you and your work um talk about how you got started a little bit i know because you're like a you're like a heavy hitter in a lot of things modeling singing acting you know so was entertainment or a focus in entertainment always the dream you knew this is what i was going to do or did you kind of fall into it talk about that how'd you get started well, thank you so much for saying, first of all, that it's like a political message. Actually, you know, entertainment was kind of like, I always was doing this my whole life. I started doing theater when I was like uh, little. And that's why actually I think like I fell in love with acting. I think my first like stage performance, I don't know, stage performance uh, was that I was like I think six or something. Uh, people ask, like teacher ask if you would like to be, you know, in a play or something. And she gave me this giant monologue and she sent me home. And my grandmother, she was a teacher, like, and I just like, and I memorized and realized that I actually can memorize really fast because next day I showed up. I'm like, I'm ready. She's like, I gave you this giant monologue. And I'm like, yeah. She's like, okay. <laughs> so, and this when I discovered that I can memorize, like, I, I did not know it was fast. And just like, I was like, but she told me that it's fast. And then I was just performing and I remember like, I just felt this connection to the audience and I just absolutely loved that connection. It was just so magical to me. And I was very shy. I mean, I'm still very shy. I just like have these two sides of me. <laughs> and, uh, and that part, like, it was really amazing. That's like, you can just be something that I did not know I can be. Like, I'm just like this shy person. And suddenly like, I'm like in front of people and connecting with people. And then this first play I did, it was like a guy from my school that I was like, I was horrified of him, like seriously horrified. I thought he was so mean. And I, and uh, in the play, I was doing like, I was his teacher, like superior, and I was telling him something to do. And I was like, how am I supposed to do that? It's like, I'm just seriously, even like one glance, I was like melting. And, uh, and suddenly like I realized that on a stage, I can be like anything like I choose to be. And that was like so empowering for me, like this whole combination together. And then I like, you know, I grew up and um, and I was I keep doing dancing and uh, theater and gymnastics and uh, but like acting, it was such a like, you know, crazy dream. It was not even like, in you know, like in consideration. And I got to I got like I went to a university. I got like a master's degree in economics, mm -hmm. <laughs> which just feels like a very strange right. to me now. <laughs> <laughs> but like I was actually really good in math. And, uh, yeah, and it's like, um, and then I met uh, my husband now, and uh, I moved to L.A., and uh, it's like, and here I was like, okay, what can I do? And I started doing some um, modeling, mm -hmm. and then acting kind of like, I got this first show, it was like, on a, like recurring, I mean, people say this is freaking amazing, I was like, I don't know, it seems like fun. And then after that, <laughs> I just started doing more acting classes, and I just totally fell in love with acting. 
and yeah, the rest is history. <laughs> wow, wow. There, there's so much to unpackage. And we should say, like, everybody listening is probably saying, yes, accent. She clearly came over to America. So tell everybody where you're from. It's Ukraine, right? Is that correct? Yes, yes. Yes, I'm originally from Ukraine. And uh, yeah, and I came to America. And, you know, because of what's going on in Ukraine, I would like to say a few words about this. Actually, um, my husband and I, we do have a band. And, uh, you know, it's just like, I mean, this sounds very weird. But anyway, my my parents came here uh, this year as refugees. My sister came here three years ago, just completely randomly. She met a guy. So, I mean, because of the strategy, we kind of ended up all in, uh, you know, one place. And uh, and I still have a lot of friends and, you know, an uncle uh, back in Ukraine. And it's like one particular guy that I was like in university with. He's fighting now on front lines and he sends me those crazy videos of, you know, he just, they just gave him a new weapon that it's like super heavy. And, you know, it's like, it is like very surreal to live in this world where we like talk about entertainment and I go to spread carpets and it's like all fun and jokes. And then suddenly you see this other side of the world who have like completely different life now. And they like really like just seriously like fighting for their lives. And it's like every day. It's like if this guy like checks my story, it means that he's alive. Mm. I mean, it's like absolutely freaking insane. And where I was going with the band, <laughs> we have bands. <laughs> it just sounded so weird. Uh, um, and uh, our re- a recent song that we uh, released is called "Ukraine Will Prevail." Mm. So you know, when we perform, I do love to you know spread this message and kind of put them you know spirit of Ukraine on there. Well, yeah, yeah. thank you for sharing that, first of all, because I know it's very emotional and there's a lot going on and a lot, you know, that the world is kind of not paying attention to and we need people to talk about it and get it out there. And, uh, and, uh, you know, if the one bright spot in that that you said there is that, you know, for whatever reasons, your family is together. So within everything that's going on, one bright spot is that you are all together with your family. And that's a great thing. And then the other thing I wanted to kind of jump back to when you were talking about how you got started was I love that as a shy person, right, that's the beauty of art. It allows you to to be free and be open and express yourself in a way that you might not feel comfortable expressing yourself not through art, right? Here's this shy girl you don't know, but then you get on stage and you're like, hey, I can do this. And it's so amazing the power that art has, right? I mean, it's absolutely incredible. Actually, you know, right now I see my sister's journey. She just uh, joined some like dancing classes and it's like sexy dances in high heels. And you know she uh, she uh, she has a she's a job she has a job as a manager of like beauty salons mm-hmm. and here she is like you know doing the sexy dancing and it's like before she may judge like you know whatever this art form is but right now I see she's like well this is just for uh, she's like this is a part of expression this is who I am and we just like celebrating Memorial Day weekend and her friend is like oh my gosh, this is so sexy. How can you show to your parents like this? Something like that. And she's like, well, this is expression. This is like, this is my art. So I just see her kind of transforming into this like, kind of, yes, this is who we are as humans. And this is a part of like, what my art is all about. So I think it is a beautiful process. It's kind of accepting who we are and expressing this. And I think this is the most beautiful thing that when you like freedom enough to express what's inside of you. Mm, yeah. It's absolutely- 
Completely agree. And it's a beautiful thing, too, because a lot of people, they don't go out and try things. So it's very, it's awesome to hear that you and your family and your sisters are, they're all trying to find themselves in different forms of expression, which is very important because if you stay inside of your little bubble and aren't able to experiment with different things, that sometimes leads to unhappiness and uh, bad <laughs> mental health. So, And mental health is such a big thing for us, and we've been talking about it a lot. So in an industry that, you know, is a lot of rejection as our selection and not rejection. So how do you keep yourself happy and keep moving forward and keep going on auditions, even when you don't necessarily get a callback? How do you keep yourself moving forward? Well, that's actually, it's very nice that you're talking about mental health because that's something that to say that I struggle with is like saying nothing. Mm -hmm. I definitely have like I had like a major meltdown mm -hmm. and I felt very lost and I felt like when you're going through this, it's like it's impossible to fix it immediately mm -hmm. and it's like it's very hard to get uh, help. Mm -hmm. Like and I remember like I was like really bad and I was trying to find some help and I was calling some kind of like line and it's like, oh, is it suicide line? It's like, no, it's not suicide line. Like I don't want a suicide line. I want to like find help. But like right. once you when you're in this crisis, it's very hard to get like above this like stage of crisis. Mm -hmm. And I think that is very important to talk about preventative health and preventative mental health. And because of my crisis, I started doing like uh, therapy mm -hmm. and that actually that helped me huge. Mm -hmm. Like that's just like definitely changed uh, my life and like for better. It's like I do therapy now a little bit more than a year. Mm -hmm. and. <laughs> My therapist said that I'm a different person now. But it is nice to just to kind of understand what is it, what is all this anxiety is coming from. And it is a crazy industry. And just like have a little bit different look at it. Like, you know, don't compare yourself to others. Like mm -hmm. we all have our past. And it's like, I just want to be a little bit better than me yesterday. And even if I'm not, little bit better <laughs> like if I'm even if I'm worse than yesterday you know it's still like there's another day so I just try to take it like one day at a time and just really enjoy the creative journey and um yeah and therapy was like a huge and it's like meditation therapy mm -hmm. it's like I think exercise it's like that's all very very important and especially you know with a war in a background it's like just seeing my parents going through you know what they're going through it's like you just left everything behind and and I don't know nobody knows if they will be back or will it be back what is it gonna be even left there right just to see like we as humans go through all these things and I think it's very important to talk about this and support each other and I think that's very beautiful that you're talking about this well thank you so much we appreciate that and you know we talk all the time about how life and 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 admitting that we are all human we all go through struggles we all have these issues and how that plays back into the art because i feel like sometimes the best presentations that we get the best performances that we get are when they're being drawn upon from real life from events that you've gone through when you're when you're playing someone in deep sorrow when you're playing someone that's elated with great happiness you're pulling from experiences of life that you've gone through and without that without going through struggles 
struggles or without going through the high and lows, I feel like you you lack the ability to bring that into performance if you haven't experienced those type things. And so, you know, to be able to acknowledge that we're all human, we all have these paths, and then to be able to transform that, because we talk also all, all the time about how we think that the easiest way to start these conversations, to have these talks that are so necessary – it's through art. It's it's difficult to sit down and just say, we're going to talk about this difficult situation, okay? But if you're talking about it because you just watched a movie that dealt with it or a television show that where somebody's going through it, that's much easier to start that conversation than it is to just sit in a room and go, let's talk, right? So art yeah. is so important to help get the message out about mental health and where we're at and share those bonds, right? Yes, I mean, it is absolutely incredible and it's so true that it's like people get like closed off and it's like scared to share and then you watch like a show and it's like it is shared experience, that's what it's all about, yeah. And we kind of like open up and we relate and uh, and yeah, and then the conversation starts and it's like absolutely amazing. Absolutely. It, it really is and something that, you know, I I deal with some anxiety and some depression sometimes and to get out of that hump I listen to a lot of podcasts and I watch a lot of like stand up comedy because that is yeah. some sort of expression for me to loosen up and to just be able to not think about life as, you know, as deep as I do sometimes but it helps me, you know, just focus my attention on different things and somebody who has really helped me with that is actually Bert Kreischer, who you went and saw his movie, The Machine, and went to the premiere and got to meet him. I saw you took a picture with him, so I thought that was a really cool experience. But his podcast with uh, Tom Segura, uh, Two Bears, One Cave, it's honestly like it's just like an hour of fun time where I feel like, you know, I'm just sitting in a room with guys just shooting the shit, talking, having fun, and just laughing, <laughs> talking about like fun experiences. So I'm super jealous of you uh, being able to go to that. <laughs> premiere and I mean it just looked like a whole lot of fun I saw he had so much stuff set up like axe throwing and like all this different stuff so how was that experience I mean it was absolutely incredible I mean uh, first of all just watching comedians it is like such a healing process because like they actually they do talk about real issues but in like yeah. a fun way so yeah. kind of like don't take ourselves so seriously. It's not just like, oh, our life is like we're doomed. Exactly. We can take like, uh, you know, like, uh, like it's it's fun. It's like, I would say like, oh, God has a sense of humor because he does. Right. Because we're in these ridiculous situations all the time. And meeting uh, Bert, I mean, he was just so great. Like, and it's like seeing like how much heart he has. Mm-hmm. And um, how special that was for him. Yeah. And he was saying like, Oh, I was crying today a lot. And I actually, I saw it was, he was not just saying this. It was like very emotional uh, celebration for him. And it was like a, such a premiere that, that like, I truly, I've actually, this was my first time that I've been at the premiere that they blocked the whole block. Oh, you know? nice. Like people saying there is like never premiere like that, that you can play games. And mm-hmm. it's like, it was just such a fun, you know, like the whole vibe was like such a fun and friendly and celebratory and uh, immediately, like, and, um, and we did this whole comedy for streaming, like, they were, like, doing it as a streaming premiere. Right. And he was, like, fun to see him in person doing his stand-up. And he was absolutely, absolutely funny and incredible. And um, and I have actually a fun story about this whole premiere. <laughs> so I was getting ready, and I was, like, I was, like doing my makeup. And I was, like, thinking, oh, like, let me Google, like, who directed the movie, actually. Right. <laughs> and I'm, like, Googling it. And I was, like, oh. 
Peter attends you. I was like, I work with Peter. Right. <laughs> and uh, I did like uh, I did an episode of John Claude Van Johnson with Peter. Yes. And uh, on Hulu. And I remember, like, I was just thinking, I want to work with Peter again. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I just need to somehow reach out or something. And then it's just like, you know, pandemic happened, so nothing happened. And I was like, wow, I, I, I work with Peter. So I was like, in my mind, I was like doing my makeup. And I was thinking, OK, how am I supposed to remind him really fast and don't sound desperate <laughs> right. that we work together? And like, because it was like, just like, basically, I worked like two days uh, and uh, so I was like, I don't know if he remembers me. So like, I mean, it was just like he had the whole series and it's like, how was supposed to, like, it sounds like normal, like not desperate. So I'm like preparing. <clears throat> so I showed up at the premiere and it's like, it's like fun. Like, yeah, like you said, people throwing axes, like golfing. It was like absolutely fun. And then they see Peter and it's like proud of people in front of us. I was like, okay, here's my chance to say hello to Peter. So I'm like, start walking towards him and like with my speeches. And he's like, Natasha. And I was like, he knows me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I was just thinking about you. I was like, what? <laughs> he's like, I was like in Bulgaria shooting a movie, and I saw uh, your show that you're on, Polti Goldman, and you were amazing on it. I was like, I just I seriously, I was thought like I'm just gonna like just fall on the ground, right? Kind of like puddle <laughs> of, of happiness. It was like that meaningful to me that he actually saw something that remembers <laughs> me. And uh, it was so nice. And then he told me like he would like me to be in uh, his next movie that he's shooting in Bulgaria. So that's, I'm like crossing everything that I have right now. It's going to happen. And, uh, but like, yeah, and it's just like, so like then I watched the movie and it's, it, it was like, First, thing I was like thinking about the movie. I was like, okay, there's like a Russian, like a Russian um, story, right. right? And like Ukrainian. Now, every time I hear Russian, I'm just like, I have this triggering. Yeah, it's just, it's like, you know, that's what it is. And but watching the movie, I was like, okay, this was like so much fun. It was just such a like therapeutic, almost experience. Yes, uh, he put like this really like really crazy. Uh, physical comedy mm-hmm. with like very dark but it's like super fun so it is was like so much laughter and so much release of this like our like whatever was going on inside right like some like not so good things it's just a release and then it's like relationship with birth with his dad that mm-hmm. was very beautiful yeah and it's like you know in a very fun way like was laughed at and it's just like the day and the bond is so beautiful so there was so many wonderful things like in this movie. It was like absolutely, absolutely like I just think everybody should just watch it because it's just such a, such a ride. <laughs> oh my <laughs> goodness! Like, and it's just yeah, and so Bird was like I did not know his like theatrical work before, but he was so funny. But mm-hmm. then it's like he brought so much heart into this. Yeah, it was like absolutely absolutely just absolutely beautiful 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 work it was just incredible to see and him celebrating it and everybody's like around it was just such a joyful it's like i was just so happy to be a part of that premiere so you know i love so much about what you said there because you know that starting off with comedians are great because they deal with real issues and everything but they also like let's not take ourselves too seriously right because we can't dive in and get get all we've got to look back and just settle and go hey 
this is life. Let's not be too serious about it. Let's not get over dramatic about it. It is what it is. So I love that. I also love that. I think there's a stigma or this misunderstanding that Hollywood is this like giant community and there's filled with all these, but it's really small and everybody knows everybody. So I love that you looked it up and you're like, oh my gosh, the director, I know him and he knows me kind of. That's great because I really do. And important for all the up and comers out there to realize just how small the community actually is. And so how you are on set or how you present yourself is very important because this person knows this person who knows this person and if you're a bad experience here they're going to hear about it or if you're a great experience they're going to hear about it and that's really important for I think the Upton comers to know um and nice transition into Paul T. Goldman because you said talk about something that that's like crazy and a fun look and doesn't take itself too seriously. This is a very odd show with just like this crazy storyline. Talk about that and congratulations for because you do do an amazing job on that show. Clearly referenced by your friend saying you do an amazing job. I want you in my next movie. So, but talk about the experience on that show and what it's like because it is out there. Talk about your character oh and what God. that's like. It's a it's an odd show, and um, <laughs> the interesting experience about that show that I auditioned and I had like the scenes and uh, so it was scripted all, and then I show up on the set and I see cameras everywhere and I was like, okay, what's going on here? And uh, so and I look at the call sheet and I see this guy Paul T. Goldman is a star of the show and I'm like, googled him and I was like, I don't know, he's a writer. It's like okay, so. Uh, I meet him next to the uh, like trailer, and then we start talking. And then and then somebody comes and it's like, "Do not talk to him off the camera." I was like, "Okay." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's kind of like, um, so it was like very kind of like I didn't even know what to think. It's like I don't know what's going on because right. like it's supposed to be like this like scripted show, but then it's just like what's going on. And then we start filming, and I see like. Uh, uh, it's just like stops and like asks like your personal questions and you kind of like I was like oh so we film in <laughs> everything and so it's like okay so and that was like the first day this is when um, he, like actually first of all it's like I love the part because it was like it was like based on a true story mm-hmm. and also uh, I am a mail order bride in reality. So I was like, oh my gosh, it's like I'm, I'm playing myself. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then I did share this story with Jason, uh, director, and he was very excited. He's like, oh, we did not know about that. So this is my first day. I kind of was like, oh, okay. So we go in like a very interesting way. And uh, so until the, until the end, I had no idea what is like the actually main storyline right. and what is we're shooting. And I just saw that like we shoot in everything, mm-hmm. and uh, actually just uh, I talked to First Idea because the show is uh, submitted for your consideration, mm-hmm. and like I'm absolutely grateful. So I just went to this uh, screening and I talked to First Idea Jason, and he's like he said he was asking uh, Jason um, the director. I said like so what is the fir- the main storyline? Is it like scripted or is it unscripted? Right. And he's like all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> so like only at the premiere, I actually saw the, you know, the full picture. But like during the filming, I did become friends with Paul, and uh, and it's like we did get connected on the kind of like you know Paul is a dreamer, and mm-hmm. I really love that about him. 
I mean, it's like that's connects to me, this like part of dreaming and and he's into meditation. And uh, so we connected on that. And he does have very beautiful, bright spirit. But then it's like I watched the show and especially episode four. And it's like then you see what actually Paul did. It did take, you know, I was like, wow. It's like that was like seriously stuff that it was hard for me to step over and i'm thinking is this guy my friend like who is this person yeah yeah it was like dark stuff then it's like it's something that like that he wrote the letter and like totally faked it it was just some very like and it's like i like you know he was so sweet to me but it's like attitude towards women so there's a lot of things that jason brought up to light kind of for all of us to reflect on Mm -hmm. and not only Paul's behavior, but all of us, you know, like we, like, it just happens that we see Paul's life under a microscope, but I think it's like, nobody's perfect. And, uh, and seeing Paul's reaction to this and you know, how, when he got caught, you know, how, you know, this human reaction, how is it like he's trying to wiggle out and then it's like accepting then and i thought that was very beautifully done the end of the show that it's like his acceptance that he's human and it's like yes it's like he made this mistake but hopefully he will grow out of that i thought it was like such a beautiful it's such an odd show but such a beautiful storytelling i think it's a brilliant storytelling and uh seeing that jason and paul became such a great friends they were filming it for 10 years mm-hmm. like this whole thing and it's like for jason to show not such a good side of Paul and this conversation at the end where they like like then they're facing each other that was just such a beautiful I don't know this beautiful moment and for me like I had a lot of we talked about mental health I had a lot of like issues with my mother like now we like kind of healed and I feel healing uh but seeing uh Paul and his family and his dad and seeing what is this all rooted in Mm. like this never was accepted by his dad. And that's why, I've, that's what for me that I took from the show, that's why the whole life he was trying to kind of like be accepted by his dad. And that's such a like, that brought so much tears in my eyes and I was watching it. Then he kind of like leaned and sat on the ground in front of his dad, kind of like begging for this acceptance. And the dad would still not give him. Mm. And I don't think not because he doesn't love him, but that's his different love language or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Paul bagging and like the whole show I think it was kind of like him trying to prove like yeah this that it was just absolutely heartbreaking and you know I think it's such a fascinating psychological study like of Paul's characters like people around him I just like yeah it's like absolutely brilliant Mm. I love that because it's like a it's it's a mirror to society right I mean basically where you're putting a mirror up and just like look, this is what is happening in certain people's stories. So this needs to be talked about so we can bring more light to it so we can change. Because that's very important because not a lot of people even know they're doing something wrong until somebody calls them out on it. So that's the biggest thing. So to be able to show that in this type of way, we always say the best form of education is through entertainment because that's how people realize, okay, I'm doing something exactly like that and – this is how people are reacting about it. So it's it's good to have that some sort of clarity, I guess, so you can continue moving forward and continue growing as a human being. 
but I mean, <laughs> it's that's what it's all about. It's very important. But I mean, this is this has been an amazing conversation. Thank you so much for coming on and just getting crazy with oh. us and just talking about your story because it's so important. I feel like a lot of up and comers are really going to enjoy it. And I oh. just, you know, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. I mean, if you need to have a crazy talk, just call me. Yeah. <laughs> so, I honestly like really enjoy talking to you guys. You are really amazing, and and thank you again for bringing this important topics and like yes, yeah, like art and expression and mm-hmm. who we are as human beings. It should be discussed. It shouldn't be like storage somewhere and then it comes up in a crazy ways. I think this is like very healthy conversation that we need to have all of us in order to kind of mentally handle. Yes. A beautiful life. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, listen, we all know it's all about social media these days. So tell everybody where they can find you and tell us what you got coming up. You got a pretty big movie coming up with All-Star Weekend with Jamie Foxx, right? Oh, yes. Yes. Let's hope that it's going to be released soon. And that was like absolutely a crazy experience shooting that movie. I mean, first even like then I auditioned. I was like, that was a waste of time. Like, I'm just like, I don't know if I will ever even get this role. Uh, but then it shows, like, you know, like, have some faith in yourself. That's and, right. Um, yeah. And then it's like I went to call back, and I see Jamie Foxx standing outside, and I was like, I was like okay, I'm just going to have, like, a mental breakdown just even in the All parking right. lot. <laughs> like, I'm not even making it to the callback at this point. And um, and then they just had such a fun time auditioning, and he's like, oh, would you like to improv? I was like, sure. I was like, oh, my gosh. And actually, right before uh, – like that, I was taking like improv, like Second City and all that. So I was like, okay, here we are. Let's see if I can handle that. And then I got called from my manager that I booked the role as soon as I was like kind of getting on the freeway. Oh my goodness. And it was like, really like, I was crying. I was laughing. I didn't even know what to think about that. And then I went to set and we arrived and um, it was just, it was like absolutely surreal. It's like, I was like before just to kind of, make myself brave enough. I watched lots of videos about Jamie Foxx's performances and what I saw like just from videos alone kind of like reinforcing. Then he just goes for it. I was like, okay, this is my chance. Just go for it. It's like, forget about it. Don't judge yourself. Don't judge others. Just, you know, do your job. Here's your chance. <laughs> and uh, it, it was such an amazing environment for me to work there because he really like believed in me and my talent and uh, people were saying he was actually was showing your audition to other people. Oh, and wow. I thought they were like saying this like just to make me feel better or something. But no, like he truly like, and he, he was saying like, uh, I want to really find a talented actor, not because of their social media or their like whatever credits. I just want to find a right actor for the right part. And it was like really meaningful that he thought like thought about me that way. And uh, he did create this environment that he just like totally gives you this, I felt like this freedom, like a creation. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I saw he was very particular and could be quite like determined what he wants. Mm-hmm. And kind of there would be sometimes would be even no wiggle room if you like not delivering that. So I saw that side too. So so it was a pressure. <laughs> and I told him that. So I was like, I'm scared. He's like, why were you scared? I was like, well, you should see yourself from outside. <laughs> but uh, I did feel like this uh, amazing support and like just belief and working. I worked with Gerald Butler. Oh, was, my like, goodness, yeah. Day, like, saw this, yeah, I saw this sh- uh, call sheet. I was like, Gerald Butler. I Googled it. I was like, maybe it's just spelled wrong. Maybe it's not real Gerald Butler. Maybe it's just like... <laughs> Some other drum butler, and that's like, and then I was like, 
I'm meeting him on the set, and I was like, oh my gosh, it's real. That's amazing. Well, <laughs> listen, we don't want to give away too much because it's not out yet. So it's a definite no. reason to have you back on after the film is released, and you can tell us all about your role and, and all that because uh, that sounds like it's going to be amazing. So where can people follow you on social media? At uh, my name, at Natasha Blasik. Be like boy, L-A-S-I-C-K. <laughs> <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. Well, like Logan said, thank you so much for coming on and chatting with us. We had a really great time. And open invite anytime you want to come back and chat, whether it's about projects you're working on or mental health or uh, maybe uh, maybe music because you mentioned you're a singer. Anytime you want to come back on and talk about anything, more than welcome. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. It means a lot. Thank you. All right. Of course. <laughs> to love you. Thank you. Have a that great day. Fun. Yes. Thank you. Have a great day. You Bye-bye. too. Bye. Bye. Oh my goodness, man. I mean, we there was a lot we covered in like that short amount of time. Yeah, and uh, you know, I, I always love when they're not scared to open up about the mental health aspect oh, yeah. of the game because the entertainment industry, I feel like Entertainment industry and mental health, hand in hand. They're so intertwined, and I don't think a lot of people realize how much. Mm -hmm. And sometimes people are nervous about admitting that or talking about it. So I love when we have guests on that just dive right into it. Yeah, completely agree. Completely agree. Well, thank you again, Natasha, for coming on the show. 